Hello. Welcome back to the Grand and Zero podcast. Before we kick this episode off, quick shout out to Kent CBD. Now, CBD is scientifically proven to help with everything from aches and pains with your muscles and joints, which is what I use because I use the muscle rub. Yeah. But not only that, it helps with your mental health. Anything from depression, anxiety, PTSD, sleeping disorders, eating disorders, the fucking lot. Check it out. Now, what I'm going to do for you guys is give you 10% off. But all you got to do, right, at the end where it says promo, put in the promo code Granite Zero. All one word, yeah? Granite Zero. Now, joining me today on this episode of the Granite Zero podcast is a Welsh rugby international, mental health advocate, and an overall top fucking lad. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it, because it was fucking brilliant to, to record. He's an outstanding gentleman. So, without further ado, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Reese Thomas. Check it out. Thomas, welcome to the Grand Zero podcast. Thanks for coming on. Absolute pleasure, mate. Mate, I have to start off by saying what you and Matt are doing with uh, the Tidy Butt charity is fucking top notch. I've been a supporter for, well, since I had Matt on. Yeah. And I think it's brilliant. The fact that you go into schools, workplaces, all that sort of stuff, mate, it's it's fucking spot on. So cheers to you guys for spreading the awareness. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) <laughs> you're, a bit, you're a bit better than me you got water <laughs> that's pretty Where's much that all vodka? I drink that's all I drink nowadays mate it used to be gin but... <laughs> no but seriously it's uh, a fantastic cause fantastic charity yeah. and yeah fucking brilliant I, I'm Thank you hoping very much. at some point to sort of go down a similar avenue myself down down here in Kent hopefully yeah. if I can uh, get through some some you know, hoops and whatnot. Yeah. Too much going on. Too much going on at the minute, but... Always, mate. But, mate, seriously, so what What sort of um got you and Matt involved with each other? That sounds a bit gay, but... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but basically we... um It's mad, really. So when I moved over from South Africa to the UK, um, I arrived in, like, late, late, late uh, 2000s. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so November of 2000 and um, my, I came over to play rugby and my first rugby team that I joined was uh, Newport Youth and Matthew was the captain. 
Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah. And it was just mad, mate. They, you know, they were, they were a wild bunch. Um, it was... Uh, I bet. Hold on, I think the signal's gone a bit funny. Can't tell if that's my signal or yours, mate. Oh, he's frozen. I think that was me. Oh, okay. Signal went all funny. Yeah, no problem. Always technical difficulties. Start again, just. Yeah. Well, wherever it, I'll have to might have to edit a little bit on that one, but never mind. Yeah. So you, uh, so you met Matt. Yeah. No. I, yeah. So yeah, basically when I came over from South Africa, uh, end of November, uh, end of uh, November 2000, I joined Newport Youth and uh, Matty was my first ever rugby captain in the UK and in Wales. Yeah, and yeah, well, um, yeah, yeah. mate, it was, uh, yeah, they were all wild, mate. And <clears throat> when I came over, I was wild. And it was, <laughs> it, was it was just mental, mate. That's the thing about, um, I, was, I sort of mentioned it the other day where I was talking to a, a pal of mine called Lee on a, on a different episode about about rugby players because you're all gentlemen off the off the pitch on the yeah. pitch fucking fucking nutters <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing like you know we all i mean don't get me wrong there are there are some rough you know some rough and tumble ready to go boys but most of the time we're just solid lads we just love just love partying maybe a little too much yeah, I think so. I think and, so. And when you put, put them in a group environment with a few beers in them, and then yeah, anything's possible. Yeah, of course, of course, like like with anything, I think. But yeah. I've, I've always had I've always had a love for for rugby. Um, growing up, uh, I'm from Hereford originally, and the right. secondary school, high school that I went to, we didn't have a football team. It was just rugby. Um, I yeah. come from a predominantly football background with my yeah. dad, but. Yeah, it was always, always rugby, like at school. So when when we were growing up, if you made it to the first team, you got to you got to wear the shirt and all that. You, at the end of the season, you got to keep the shirt. So I've still got mine. It's in here somewhere. I'm going to have to put it in a frame, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, it's I, got, just, I got my I got it, my first team jersey upstairs from high school. Ah, uh, yeah. See, see, it's all good things. It's all good things. But obviously, you went from um, strength to strength within rugby. Because obviously you uh, ended up as a as a pro, so that's yeah. So uh, it's another little thing that I sort of want to touch on is the fact that you actually went through quite a lot of adversity um, throughout your throughout your career. Obviously, I'm sure you don't mind talking about what happened no. later on and whatnot. Um, so that's that's obviously got to be a big uh, something that's going to affect you quite quite deeply. Yeah, I mean, pretty much because of the way I was, you know, I, I had a pretty average attitude coming coming up through the age grade system in Wales, through the academies. And I was a, I lived on my own. You know, I, there wasn't a great deal of support from the clubs and stuff at the time, but, um, you know, in the academies. So I worked, I did odd jobs. Um, but most of the time, every, all, every penny I earned went on, you know, enjoying on a in the weeks and in the weekends getting hammered yeah, yeah. but you know slowly as you start I got 
pro level. I know we came to like a really, as, a, as rugby kind of was shifting into more and more professional, I kind of, kind of came through that transition. So when I was, you know, started playing with Newport before we went regional, um, it was kind of, it was still that kind of amateurish um, yeah, got, approach. Yeah, yeah. So although it was professional, you know, after every game, it was like, it was just the thing you knew, get play out afterwards, big night with all the boys. And, you know, it would just be all, like that was just, you know, nowadays they've got to call social, they've got to say, oh, we're going out this weekend as a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then it was like, it wasn't, it was not even, it wasn't even compulsory, it was just happened. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, when it then did start to, yeah. it just, yeah, it was just the norm to go out and play and then, you know, work hard, play hard, I suppose. And, um, yeah. yeah, man, that was, it was, it was exciting, you know, it was fun. And then kind of when it did get more professional and I had to put more application in and dedication and those types of things, um, that was when, that's when I had to learn, you know what I mean? That's, and it was, wasn't something I learned easily, you know, I, 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 loved that i loved that side of the game i loved the party and i loved the messing about with the boys getting up to all sorts of crazy shit on the weekends and then um okay. and then getting buckling back up on the monday ready to go i enjoyed that i didn't really and i struggled to relinquish that actually if I'm yeah honest. I, I i'm sure you did like because it it's uh, the way i can can like show a little bit of comparison to this obviously i was in um i served in the military so yeah very very similar in the ways that it was if you're going out you're going out like yeah. you've had you've had a hard week and it's usually <laughs> usually starts on like a wednesday so it'll be wednesday oh we're off to karaoke you come in sure am thursday well thursday's the new friday so we're out then friday well i'm gonna go back home and see the missus get home to the missus coming out yeah of course we're coming out and it, it's just the the life life of larry is as they say and the camaraderie that we had as as i'm sure most professional professionals in general sort of have is that inverted commas band of brothers type thing you're out with your mates it's it that's the sort of life that you're gonna eventually give up like i gave up the military and i i missed it for fucking so many years which is the main reason why i spiraled into into depression was the fact that i didn't have I didn't have that anymore. I didn't have that identity. So that is yeah. a similar sort of situation with with you with with rugby, like. Oh, definitely. You know, identity is a is something that you know I like to talk about a lot now because it's something I didn't understand. Mm. You know, when I had um, when the walls came crashing down and the career ended, you know, and it was it was quick. You know, it was just one minute I'm in the gym on the bike. Next minute, I'm in the hospital having a quadruple bypass. And then, Fuck you know, it literally, like, I'm not joking. It was literally a matter of, you know, 40 minutes. And, you know, when I woke up then the next day and it was all over, you know, it took me a while to get, get around from that, um, you know, from that operation. But then obviously as the time went on, those months uh, and years thereafter, you know, it was tough. Like, you know, I in in... On reflection, I can look back at those times and, and see, like, I was just so confused, mate. I was yeah. so lost. You know, you just try, you know, I was grateful. At the same time, you're happy, you know. You know, I'm like, yeah, I was alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's all you've ever known is, is was the game. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when you come out the game and <clears throat> you, 
you know, in my particular instance, I I needed help from, you know, f- from someone, whether it was my players' association or the clubs, or the union, um, but to which I didn't get help from any of them. And you know, I've made I've been able to forgive them now and make peace with it. But at the time, it made me really bitter, mate. Because yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I bet it did. I bet it did. Oh, proper proper bitter because you know I just had that life changing event. You know, your identity is with, the, you know, you're with these rugby teams your whole life um, yeah. from a young lad. And, you know, you, you're so single-minded, you're driven, you make sacrifices, you achieve things. And then, you know, you've got these teammates and environments that you're in, clubs, country, you know, and they they kind of make you feel special. Do you know what I mean? Because you you are the, pro- you are the, you're the product. Yeah. But the minute, the minute that you're of no use to them, you are kind of like a piece of meat, you know, you're done. Yeah. And um, I think it was just unfortunately in my era that we didn't have the, the right insurance in place that when I had my accidents, it's uh, I didn't get the, the, the proper care. I didn't get the payoffs that I should have got. You know, still to this day, I haven't, you know, I didn't even get a, a career ending payment from any of my. Uh, yeah. That, that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize that, especially with pro athletes like yourself, like, you pay yes, you're paid by the club, but you've also got sponsors, boot deals. If you're a football player, yeah. rugby player, all those sort of things. And it's like, what if you have a career-ending like, well, heart attack in your case or injury? Yeah, that, those sponsors are now gone because you're not playing anymore. You're not exactly. able to wear the boots. You're not able to wear the fucking gloves, the pads, the scrum hat, whatever it is. It's it's, it's crazy, and it. it and I think even even in in football and uh, other sports, for so long, like there hasn't been that little bit. Ones if it is a career engine in injury and you're still within your prime years, it's like you're going to look after these players or. And to be yeah. fair, I was, I was listening to Talk Sport today actually, and oh, for the life of me, his name has gone out of my head. But he played for Peterborough United as a as a 19 year old, and he suffered a horrific head injury. He was unable to play, um, and what he's done now is he set up a he set up a charity, a bit like um, yourselves and Matt have set up a charity. His is based around football and uh, athletes that no longer have the support once they do finish their career, whether it is mental health or, or physical or, yeah. or what. And it's like more of that needs to be done, which is why oh. I commend. It's why I commend you um, helping with the with, with the or <clears throat> starting helping whatever you might want to say, yeah. the, the Toddy Butt Charity, which yeah, is probably think... the greatest name ever, by the way. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. But yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, it's, yeah, play, player welfare is uh, something that, uh, it is close to my heart, I think only because I, I, I saw the raw end of the stick. But, you know, player sa- safety is paramount. And may, it, the unfortunate reality of the situation is to, to be an elite athlete, to to re- reach the high echelons of your sport you know you've got to give all of yourself but um you know that's that's the long and short of it so there's not going to be ever a, a smooth transition from you know from sport life to to afterlife because there's always going to be that trial and error that you know loss of purpose that loss of identity like where do we go from here type um you know don't get me wrong there's the i think what is it one percent of players get go straight into broadcasting tv yeah, yeah um you know some sort of gig on you know on the telly or the radio but then you know 
there is a small percentage then that'll end up being coaches. But the majority of us, you know, have got to go integrate back into society after being, you know, privileged almost like because you've been playing your hobby your whole life. And, yeah, exactly. Um, and because it's not even a job. I mean, there's times it's tedious. I mean, there were there were parts of my career I, I, I hated. Like I didn't, I just didn't want to be there. I just it was basically just going through the motions, you know. And um, yeah. but there were times, you know, the majority of my career I loved. And um, I bet you did. When, 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 the, when the curtain comes down, mate, I can tell you, I don't think there's many players that's, that's glad to see the end of it. Um, no. And in fact, I, I suspect there's a large percentage of players that never actually get over it. They just go through life, living in the past, talking about the good times. and Yeah, yeah. That's exact, exact parallels, mate, with the, with the military, especially those that... Um, I, I only did five and a half years and for, for basically three to four years since I left that's all I talked about it was like I'm going to tell stories about the times that I was in Afghanistan Iraq and things like that and it's like when when I look back on it now it's like yes that was what I did and I'm proud of what I did as I should be but I don't it, unless you're going to say oh tell us a spinner dit or whatever it is about us tell us a story about what you did that's cool but I didn't want to be that guy that was in the pub with his like fucking Uncle Albert with his medals on going, oh, in my day, back in the war. It's like, oh, fuck off. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, I, don't want, I didn't want to be like that. And I think the longer you serve within the military, the harder it is to let go. Oh, absolutely. Um, my old man is, is, is a decent example of this. Not that he talks all the time about his service, but he did 22 years and he did mm. a very good oh, sure. stint of service. Sure. Then he went on and, and became a prison prison officer so yeah. he basically went from one good service to another good service so he didn't have yeah. that sort of retirement lull where it's like oh, i wish i was still doing it yeah i mean for you yeah. for you you had the unbelievable high of walking out in the principality stadium or the millennium stadium as i know it yeah i mean yeah i mean it's amazing that the old man is able to you know serve for that length of time you know and and still be with us i suppose it's uh, that's amazing in itself right but um yeah and it's it's hard not to identify as a as a, a serviceman or woman and or a, an athlete where you know you identify as your sport and i think it's yeah. something like someone said to me that you know um rugby is what you do it's not who you are yes and and i was it was something that hit me and i was like fuck you know do you know what like, it's so true, though, isn't it? You know, because you just get so... It's the life, you know? It's what comes with it. It's the it's the perks. It's the... That safety net. Because it's not... It's like a bubble, really. It's, it's you know, you're getting looked after, you know, you travel around, you have all these amazing perks, and then uh, and then all of a sudden, you're just, just the average Joe. Yeah, and, um, and that, it is that... a bit... That's exactly how most uh, veterans feel as well. That's um, uh, yeah. it's quite an easy comparison in, in a way. Yeah, I find I find military and uh, athletes same same people. Yeah. In so yeah. many ways, so so many ways, it's crazy. But uh, yeah, no, listen, mate. To you know that it's amazing. You know, I, I'm very very proud of what I did, um, and I'm able now to be proud of it because for a long time, like I said, because of that bitterness I had. Yeah, with with how my career ended and and the circumstances with how I was treated, like it took it, it, I I struggled to get over that, mate, for for 
I t- probably eight years it took me to get yeah, over it. So it's one of those crazy situations that you, you were in. Obviously, you had the career-ending um, injury, heart attack. But not only that, it's all, it was almost life-ending. Like you said, a quadruple bypass to get yourself sort yeah. of almost lost your life. Oh, so yeah. not only have you lost that and you've lost the physical ability to, to do what you wanted to do, but then you've got zero support. Your mind must have been going through fucking some sort of crazy roller coaster. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, one minute you're running out in front of 75,000 people and then uh, the next day you can't walk up a flight of stairs because your heart's so uh, badly injured from your heart attack that you got to stop four times up 10 set, you know, 10 stairs. You know, it was, it, it was, you know, at physical, it was a physical battle. And then slowly over time, it just completely became a mental battle. And, um, yeah. you know, being, being a typical man, you know, I suppress my emotions. And then, yeah. <laughs> when I, and then when I, the only way I knew how to deal with, with my emotions and feelings was, was, to escape and my my choice of escape from reality from my incessant overthinking was was alcohol you know and my my state of health was terrible at the time you know i mean after my quadruple bypass a couple of years later i i actually ended up this machine that i've got that runs me at the minute you know i'm not sure if you i mean if i was there i'd show you basically it's a, a machine called a left ventricular assist device so it's a it's a heart pump so, oh yeah, um, yeah 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 <laughs> you said a lot of words and i was like Reese, chill out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that it basically does the work of the left side of my heart. Oh, it sucks oh, the, yeah, it makes sense. Sucks yeah. the blood like out of the left side and then pumps back through my aorta. And um, yeah, but and then I've got batteries that keep that kept me alive. So they last about eight hours a, a set. And after eight hours, they beep for 15 minutes. And then if you don't change them to new batteries, the machine can stop. And then if the machine stops, your heart can stop and yeah, can that's die. Yeah, fucking crazy. So yeah. have they not thought about getting a better battery? Because... <laughs> well, believe it or not, they're actually on the new, the newer versions, but they're the, the batteries are exactly the same. Same size, same everything. Yeah, but the new, the new one, the new one again is uh, apparently internal. They're, so I've heard. Oh, brilliant. But still... Yeah. You'd think yeah. that there was a way to have them so they're like it's like a like a hybrid sort of battery. So the yeah. more you're moving, it's charging wow. the battery. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's tough, right? Did I just, did I just design something then? Have I just? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I think a lot of people are are really sick when they have them, so the movement thing might be an issue, especially in the hot. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point, good point. We won't bro science the shit <laughs> like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go patterning that yet, mate. No, no. Needs a bit of work on that idea, but um, yeah, no, I mean, listen, it's crazy. It's uh, it was it was wild, you know, that whole experience going through that traumas. Uh, there's many many months in hospital, yeah. seeing all, seeing a lot of death, a lot of destruction. Um, yeah, it was tough, bro. Do you know what I mean? To get through all that, and um, yeah, I, I just didn't know how to deal with it, and just being that, you know, that stoic type of male, you know, what well, from what I'd seen in the past and didn't deal. And then before you know it, mate, I was just boozing flat out. And that's when, uh, that's when the problem started to arise. Yeah. That, that's a, that's like a ongoing sort of issue. And I'm sure you, you guys probably speak about it quite, quite often in your lectures, in your seminars, whatever you want to call them, your chats. Yeah. 
is the fact that, especially men, that, that's what we do is I'm going to deal with it myself and I'm not going to talk about it. If you're going to ask me, um, I'm okay. Cheers. Yeah. And, and hence the name Tidy Butt. So, like, yeah, obviously, exactly. How, how, you, how are you getting on? I'm Tidy Butt. Cheers. <laughs> exactly. That if you went to uh, to the to the Grand, well, around the Grand Valleys, and you ask someone how they are, it's the equivalent of saying I'm okay. Yeah, exactly. You know? And but they're not. They're not okay at all. No, that, just... that, that's the thing. And it's I. I was always the same in in the fact that it was even if you asked me once, twice three, four, five times in a row. Are you, are you all right? The answer yeah. would always be, yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay, cheers. I'm tidy, but, but yeah. in, in reality, I wasn't. And that, that's the, yeah. that's the main, it's, it's the, it's the certain ways that you ask the questions. It, it's not, are you okay? It's like, how are you feeling? Or, or, mm. you know, it could be any, anything. You fancy going out for a beer? We'll have a chat. Yeah. But yeah. All right. You know, it, it, there's little things that you can do to get people to loosen up their lips a little bit and and let let a little bit of the the pressure out. Like, absolutely, everyone's different, mate, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Every, everyone, everyone's got their own way of. You know, a lot of the time, unfortunately, we just we 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 don't we're never given the tools. So um, no, you're not. We, you're not. And I've, and I've said I've said the same thing uh, like constantly, like even at be fair what you're doing going into schools and things like that fucking brilliant there's a a few times at my 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 girls schools they've had a a a bit of a chat about mental health and things like that and it's like good do more of that i wish i had that as as a kid yeah i think so much of it mate it comes down to our conditioning yeah a lot of it is we, we you know the society especially with consumerism uh, and how materialistic we are all are today, you know, and now even worse because of big tech and um, and the fight from these tech companies of trying to get, you know, our attention to become valuable. Things are getting a lot worse, a lot quicker. So people are, you know, they're selling us connection, the tech companies, but it's not connection at all, you know, because more and more and more we're finding that we're isolated and that we're connecting via a screen or, yeah, exactly. Know, and very, a bit like very this. Short, a bit like this. Really, it's reality, bro. It's, it's like it's great. like you said uh, in the message that we had on Instagram. It was like, oh, I'll, I'll come down and we'll we'll do it face to face. I would love that yeah. genuinely because yeah. I'm itching to have like guests in in my shed, <laughs> yeah, in my shedio in the studio. But it's the fact that I've, I've literally started from from zero. I've only recently got my first sponsor, which was the CBD company. So, yeah. like, for example, for someone like you to come down, I'd be I'd be loving the fact that if I could like pay your train fare or your petrol, and yeah. then your overnight stay or something. But at the minute, I'm like, fuck, I'll have to do it via Zoom. As much as I, I love I love this, by the way, because I I still get a connection, and and this is one of the reasons why I started the podcast was. This is my therapy. Yeah. Because I can have a, a decent chat with a with a fucking like-minded person and get a good conversation. And it makes me feel better. Like I keep saying in yeah. the last four or five fucking episodes, this is my happy place. This is where yeah. I come to be happy. It's away from those three females 
in the house. <laughs> it's my sanctuary, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, mate, listen, it's um that's what we're all about, especially you know, a tiny bit. Um it's just trying to make people feel like they have somewhere, you know, that they feel comfortable with, you know, because yeah. it's a community. We, we've gone away from community massively and we just try to emphasize how important that is. And like you said, like-minded people, being able to find someone that you can relate to um, that's going through the same issues as you, you know, because I think a lot of the time when people are struggling with their, with their mental illness or their mental health is going through a dip, it's just about understanding that it's okay. Like, you know, there's yeah. plenty of you because a lot of the time we will tend to feel that it's, it's just us. Yes. And that we don't yeah. we don't want to burden people with with you know how we feel maybe because there's something worse going on physically to someone perhaps with yeah. the illness that they won't mention that mentally they're not feeling as great. So yeah, a lot of what we do is breaking those stigmas and just trying to make people understand that um, you know we try and make physical health and mental health as important as as each other. Yeah, I think people tend to treat their physical health a lot better than they do their, their mental health. You know, like we all have mental health and mental health isn't a negative thing. It's a, it's, it's there all the time. We have good mental health we have average mental health and we have poor mental health, but it's just about understanding that, but, you know, being given the school, the, the, the tool set to deal with these things when they arise and we don't get taught in school, mate. We don't get the education. We don't get, we don't have the uh, emotional IQ to deal with day-to-day uh, -day, um circumstances and you know throw in the added bonus of tech and and lockdowns and yeah. all of a sudden we've got isolation um people's you know a lot of fear a lot of peddling of fear as well unfortunately from our own governments which is so disappointing you know a lot of that um oh, psychological man. psychological warfare on our own on our own people is pretty sick mate and um i heard, I heard something similar on on talk sport again today they 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 do these um, little adverts for obviously getting jabs and things like that. Yeah, I'm 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 pro the vaccine anyway. I've had all three. I've had the two vaccines yeah. and the booster. I'm all for it. Do what you got to do, but obviously, don't force it on people. If they don't want to take it, don't want to take it. Yeah. I'm just going to clarify that I'm pro choice. But I was listening yeah. to this talk talk sport, and it was like, it was like a real like sad lady pops up, chatting, and she's like. I could have gone to this event if I had had my booster, but no, I'm sick at home. And it's like, don't start doing that. <laughs> There's no need. Fuck off with that. Yeah. And it's like, the Omicron virus is out there. You need your booster. It's like, chill out with that yeah. talk sport. Come on. Yeah. The get, thing is, it's just... Get back to slagging off Ollie, even though he's not a manager anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Let's not talk about United, mate. Come on. <laughs> 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 we're here all night, mate. If we start getting on that, yeah, Jesus. Um, yeah, no, mate. That's why. I mean, it's just it's unfortunate. We live we live in some pretty um, unprecedented times. Um, yeah, definitely. And the thing is, all these all these actions that we've taken during this incredibly confusing period uh, has um, had huge detrimental effects on our on our youngest people in society you know we see it firsthand we're going into all these schools and speaking to a lot of students a lot of parents and they all it's very concerning mate. um lock, lockdowns don't they for a start they don't even work 
So Scientifically what, proven not to work as well. Yeah. Why are we doing them? Because all yeah. that they do, and, and this is a fact, the suicide roof uh, 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 stats are through the roof, through the roof. That's the real and they, were, they were bad before, right? They were bad before lockdown. Now they are off the scales. But not only that, now we've got kids that are like severely anxious because they've been peddled nonstop fear by the propaganda network yeah, yeah. called the BBC and all the rest of these uh, channels. And uh, on top of that, you know, they may, they may feel like they carry in a, a disease and they've, they've got to isolate when ill. You know, we shouldn't be isolating at no. all, ever. It's the thing that it's, I was always taught, and I, I, went, I did sports science at college. I did sports science mm. at, at secondary school and things like that. And to boost your immune system, you need to have contact with viruses and other things because it builds your immune system up to, to fight we it. Are a, we're a walking bacteria. We yes, need bacteria exactly. to survive. It's, like, it's like, like when we were kids, you'd play in the mud, You'd eat the mud. Oh, I'd eat the mud. Oh, my brother yeah, mud would pies, mate. Can't eat a mud pie. Yeah, it's like I'd be rolling in the mud. Like <laughs> now, now, like my kids, are like, do I need to wear a mask to go in here? No, you don't need to wear a fucking mask. Fuck <laughs> <off>. <laughs> but this is it, right? This is where but we are. It's a massive thing, right? So, quick. Sorry, interrupting. I get like this when I've had a whiskey. Um, what chicken pox? You have chicken pox parties. So kids get chicken pox. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, we forgot all about this though, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we have. It's madness, mate. Yeah. So I can't I, say I, anything. I, can't say any I of this do. in the house. My missus is, is, is afraid of everything. She's had a yeah. cold now for a, uh, this, predominantly the, the whole of this week. And she's been testing every day. It's like, you wouldn't have tested normally. Why are you testing? Yeah. That's bad. We've all gone mad, mate. But, um, you know, fingers crossed we'll come out the end of this uh, very shortly. It seems uh, to be going that way. I just see that he's um, getting rid of all the mandated bollocks. Yeah. And it's like, oh, are you just doing that now to get everyone off the focus that you had a lovely party yes, with everybody else obviously. in a house? You fucking bellend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, listen, uh, I, I hope it, I just, for my own sake as well, I mean, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going travelling again at some point. Uh, I bet, I bet. I mean, the whole thing's just, I mean, imagine some people that are in Australia and uh, like they're away from... It's over there, isn't it? It's mad. Oh, mate, it's mental. So like, there's so many people that are being separated from their loved ones and that's the sad part, mate, really. Do you know what I mean? That's oh, like the collateral damage of this whole thing when you actually look at the official stats and everything that have just come out i mean there's, there's a, obviously the massive high profile one as well that i don't even think he will probably address when he has to go and see the queen is mm. obviously she had to sit there on her own and bury her husband because no. she was because she was sticking to the rules while he mm. was off swanning about having cheese and wine and a fucking piss up in the garden yeah, well, mate. If I'm honest, I'm. I hope that in the very near future, in the near future, that things will change. Yeah, I hope the whole system changes, mate. Top to toe, we get rid of people that are sponsored by uh, pharmaceutical big tech. 
you know, all these big corporations, like, because they are corrupted, mate. No one makes oh, decisions yeah. based on the people. I think we forgot that we are put these people in charge. Yeah, we did. We, so, like, we, we did the popularity these, contest. Yeah, we look at these people like they are now like, our, you know, they tell us what to do. Well, no, we tell them what to do. But I think we've forgotten. And um, it needs yeah, to change. Like the whole system is is corrupt and rotten to the absolute core. I can't remember what I uh, saw it on. It, it must have been on a reel or something while I was being your typical bloke on fucking Instagram scrolling through reels. But it was something along the lines of you get sports athletes that have to wear the stuff that they're sponsored by. And I was like, well, where's this going? And it's like, why don't politicians do the same? Yeah. I, mate, it's, it's, I think that would be fair. Yeah. You know, because we could say, like, like Sajid Javid and all these, they're sponsored by every pharmaceutical company. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what they are. And, and, and the way it all comes about is when they come out of their politics, their political circle, like Boris, yeah. for example, he'll come out and not be uh, prime minister anymore. And all of a sudden, he's getting paid a hundred grand for fucking talks yeah. in these companies. And it's like, hang on a minute, how have you wingled that little fucking job? Oh wait, they were sponsoring you the whole time, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, brilliant. Enough politics, now, isn't it, bro? No, enough politics. You shouldn't talk politics while you're in the bar. Um, <laughs> why I do have to ask you about? So obviously, we we've got yeah. quite deep and heavy in in the mental health stuff. But obviously, you played international rugby for yeah. for the great Wales, and yeah. technically, I'm half Welsh, probably a bit like yourself. My mum's Welsh. I think it's your dad's that Welsh, isn't it? Yeah, my dad. My dad. Yeah. So, mate, ge genuinely, now whenever I watch international rugby, and bearing in mind, I always said this to my mum: if I was good enough to play international um, rugby, I would have played for Wales instead of England, and she was like. <laughs> She was like, oh, of course you would, but of course you would. It's like, I think I would. Because even now, right, not football. If I was good at football, it would have been England. Rugby, Wales. Um, yeah. And even now, I turn the national anthem right up. Whenever Wales are playing, especially at the Principality Stadium. Yeah. What was it like, like, walking out to that, though? Like, I, got, I get goosebumps watching it on the telly. Yeah. Oh, mate, it was... Welsh fans are incredible. Oh, yeah. Listen, Principality... Well, it doesn't matter if the roof... It, it, it's, it's a lot louder with the roof shut, don't get me wrong. But um, either way, roof shut, roof open. 75,000 screaming Welsh fans. <laughs> super, super passionate about their team and their country. And, uh, mate, I, I personally believe there's not, there's not a stadium like it in the world. Um, I, I agree. I genuinely agree. I and I'm not being biased. Time. I just, I genuinely mean that. I don't think there's a place more central to get into the boozers. There's, <laughs> there's not a, a, a stadium that's as beautiful, that is as loud with the roof shut. When you're coming down that, you know, when you're coming down that tunnel onto the pitch, flames bloody blasting everywhere. Anthem and then poof, off to the races. I mean, it, it is it, it's special, mate. The play it is special. It's a, it's a feeling you you know I'll never forget. That's for bloody sure. Yeah, yeah. That that's one of the the, the good feelings that you wanna you wanna keep with yeah. you that because 
Well, I remember going, I went to watch Wales, I think it was Wales, Argentina, or Wales, something like that. Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't even it was a friendly, so it wasn't full. Yeah. But even then it was like the hairs were coming up on me on my fucking neck. My mum, yeah. super passionate Welsh lady that my mum is, she literally is a Welsh dragon. She was belting out the national anthem. She was staring at me as if to say, you're going to sing it? And I'm like, well, I would, but I don't really know the words. Um, <laughs> I'll give it a go. But yeah, it's, it's, just a, it's just an amazing atmosphere constantly. Like yeah. throughout the whole... Yeah. And, it, and it literally is like you're... You, in football, obviously it would be 12th man, but 16th man in, in, in rugby terms. Because... Once the fans are, are behind you, oh, fucking hell! Yeah, no, no, you can feel it. I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's uh, I mean, I like I always say this. I say this in my talk, but I, I bizarrely I can't really remember the game. Just the noise, you know. Yeah. Just the noise and and my breath and if like between steps, just the noise and my breath, noise and then breath. I can't remember anything from my games. <laughs> I can remember. I can remember absolutely everything up to the whistle, and then just it's kind of just a a blur. All my games as well, bizarrely, but maybe that's what it's in the zone. Maybe I wasn't that, so pretty. That, that could be concussion, right? So that <laughs> <laughs> it could also be that. Which is another thing, like obviously concussion is, is a big thing especially like yeah. it's been brought to the attention from obviously American football yeah and then now regular actual football which is played with your feet by the way yeah. um, <laughs> but obviously now it's a big thing within soccer because obviously heading the ball getting hit in the face I'll tell you what mate this is, I'm going to quickly sidetrack on this. I was watching, um, it was United Villa on whatever day it was. On Saturday? The on the weekend, Saturday or so, I can't remember which day it was. And a player got clipped on, on his hip and he rolled around for about five minutes. And I was literally going, what the fuck is going on? I went, I've literally seen rugby players like put their fucking shoulders back into joint. Yeah. Like do anything not to be subbed off because yeah. just because I'm sure you were crying as well, into the game. Like it's gone back, like you go way back and you had like Terry Butcher with his fucking thing around his head because he's bleeding from his head, like Vinnie yeah. Jones, Roy Keane, all these players that never rolled around, and now you've got you get touched and it's like <laughs> fuck off. Oh, that really winds me up. And they're talking about obviously concussion from head in the fucking yeah. football, and occasional get. Occasionally, you get a big fucking meaty headbutt and bloods yeah. everywhere, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, but look at actual rugby players, and it's like they've been in a car crash. Mm. Like after the game, you have to like pop out ice baths and all sorts, don't you? To like. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I'm sure. I mean, the footballers probably use ice baths too. I'm, at, well, I I'm sure, but they don't get hit. But, yeah, <laughs> by an 18 stone man that's running the 100 meters in 11 seconds. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> they've yeah, never been hit by a Fijian. No, there's no comparison. <laughs> that's a great comparison because I've played um, 
for my Air Force station at rugby and uh, we had a couple of Fijians that were playing with us. I remember putting in tackles on him and I was like, fuck, I wish I'd never put my fucking body on the line for this. <laughs> yeah, no, mate. Um, oh, it was the number eight that plays for Wales now. Is it Philip Philippo, Philippolu? Toby Felletar. That's it, Falatau. Yeah. No word of a lie. In when I was serving in uh, Camp Bastion in Helmand Province on my final tour, I sat yeah. next to the Tongan, uh, the Royal Tongan Marines, mm. and I was watching the Six Nations where Wales beat England to win the Grand Slam. Yeah. And no word of a lie, Giza sat next to me. And goes, that's my nephew. I was like, what? He went, that's my nephew. Toby Falatau, I'm whatever, Falatau, that's my nephew. And I was like, but it's crazy because he's obviously Tongan, but playing for Wales, just like your South yeah. African playing for Wales. It's like, yeah. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, the, the, um, those, the, the Samoans, the fucking Tongans, yeah, they're, they're South Sea Islanders. Yeah, they're built different. Yeah, diff different gravy. Pure athlete. They are ridiculous. Oh, but their their true skill, you you see it more in sevens. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the other one. I was trying to think yeah. for ages. My brain was going, "What's the other one?" Fiji. So, yeah, Samoa, Fiji, Tonga. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah it's. They're, they're just fucking different, aren't they? Mate, they're just specimens. Even, even the women are massive. Like, brick shit houses. You're like, this is crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, it's... Um, yeah, they're a good bunch. Uh, I like them a lot. Yeah, they're, they're, but they generally are as well, aren't they? They're, oh, yeah. They're good on the skin. Oh, yeah. Mate, how... how that They are the world's biggest people, and how friendly are they as well? Oh, they mate, they're so they got they got they're Lots good gold, souls. Mate. They're good souls. Yeah. We need more. We need more yeah. of the, the when, when, mate. When they get it, when they get uh, when they get the sauce in them, they could they, the demons come out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too much, too much carver. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the that's the way forward, mate. So what what's uh what's What's more on the agenda then? Are you doing more more talks around schools? Where, where are you generally based? Is it South South Wales you generally based? Would you go all over? Yeah, no. So we're currently in South Wales, but we are branching out into England a little bit. So um, especially around the the southwest, you know, um, you'll, Bristol. You'll probably be uh, you'll probably be near my hometown then, Hereford soon. Yeah, well, you you can tell the beefy boys they can put a little. A little, a little burger on for us, and we'll come and speak to Tell the you. Tell you what, no word of a lie. My brother is uh, one of the head chefs. Really? Well, so mate, I'll speak. I'll speak to my brother, and Tony will come up. We'll come up and do he does loads of things for Jack Shaw and uh, Mason Jones. So yeah. I'll tell. I'll tell him to to sort you guys oh. out. Massive, massive and, fan. Of and I know a few uh, people within a few of the schools as well. So obviously, like, 
my, well, my, my predominant school was Bishop School. Um, right. I know, I know the, un, what would he be, year nines, the year nines basketball coach. I also know a few of the hockey team and, and things like that. Plus my niece goes there. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell them yeah. that they need to get tidy but into the school and fucking sort that out. Yes, mate. Mate, I just yeah, wish, I sometimes I do wish, right, I moved to, I moved to Kent for, for the missus uh, originally. And obviously, we've now got the two girls. So the two girls are down here. If I was in Hereford, mate, I'd be like, "Hey, you guys gonna put me in? Put me in the team? <laughs> put me in the team? I'm I'm good at talking. I talk for a living. <laughs> but it genuinely, genuinely, like I said at the start, it, it is something that I want to do. I want because there's not enough, especially around. It's, it sounds ridiculous because how close we are to London, like. Kent in the southeast, there's not much going on for in terms of mental health sort of charities. You've got the big ones, yeah. And, and it, this is my opinion now, <clears throat> controversial. The big ones are shit. Yeah, they're just they're overwhelmed. They are, mate. Do you know what what they're doing? They 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 the right, they'll do a lot of fundraising. Oh, I mean, listen, they what they they they're doing their best. They're offering. The thing is, a lot of what they offer is a point, a crisis point. Yeah. Now we're all about prevention. If we can yeah. get in early, because that, that that's the that's the thing that they need to do. It's yeah. It's almost too late. Yeah. At, at points with these big charities, it's yeah. it's the prevention. It's what can you do for them? I I work closely with a with a guy of my a good mate of mine, Al, who I've talked about constantly on here. In a, in a in a company called Inner Armour, which is all yeah. based around positive psychology. Yeah. What can you do that's positive to sort out your mental mental health issues? Can we yeah. bring you from the darkness into the light? Anyway, yeah. and it's like, that's what you need to focus on, not, hold on, he's phoning up now because he's on a bridge. Yeah. I'm, yeah, this, I'm well with you on that, on the, on the on thing. I'm not saying, well, yeah, I said they were shit. I, I'd sort of take that back because some are, are good. Some are good. Yeah. But some, you phone them up and say, I've got really bad depression. I've got outrageous, severe anxiety. I've also got PTSD. Yeah. I'm trying to do something to help with that. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. I'll send you a caseworker. Yeah. Yeah, this is the problem. People, by the time it gets to that point, pe people in crisis that, you know, this is why there's so many bad outcomes at the moment, especially yeah. where self-harm, anxiety, se severe depression is like, the, there's, it's too late. And then, you know, to get from that point, is, it takes a lot of work to, to dig the pe those people out of those positions. So the, the, amount, the length of time that that takes you know and the care that they get is probably not adequate because they're oh, so in, they're so inundated they're, they're completely swamped um and even in the nhs is completely swamped with it yeah and, it, why, and it, but it, why companies like you or companies yeah. charities like yourself uh and mm. the one that I, I did a charity football match for a, a, oh, excuse me a cause called rock to recovery yeah do similar things they help with uh, mental health, physical health, 
financial, everything. They're not a registered charity. They're a, a, a cause. I think they count themselves out. But right. the, like you guys, are, are f- <sighs> there's more of you guys that is needed. Yeah. Smaller well, ones. Absolutely, mate. Well, that's that's what that, that's what we did it for. We did it for. We did it because when when Matt looked for something around the area that could help him, yeah. And he was feeling that he was not in a good headspace. That you know there was nothing there for him. And when he went to the doctors, they just wanted to shove antidepressants down his throat. That's and exactly. I, I, genuinely, I can speak wholeheartedly from experience for that. Yeah, that's exactly so, I mean, me. And I mean, this is another thing that, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that they don't work. but hey, I don't just, even take them anymore. Yeah, I'm just, there's 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 much better ways. Yeah, and, uh, 100%. So it's just about early intervention. Uh, the, a lot of people just need the emotional IQ. They need, they need to be able to give them the tools to deal with today's issues. You're- Reese, we're speaking from the song same sheet, uh, song, same song sheet, mate. Genuinely, yeah, need, because they, I've been they, saying we, exactly the same thing. They need a they need a community, a, a, a like minded community where they can feel a part of something. They need purpose. They need uh, their identity because today, more than ever, it's so confusing growing up. Oh, of course, because it is. it's just a million and one different things going on in the world, which is you know some of it's great. Like there's a lot of acceptance. And I'm um, yeah, all for that. I, I agree on that. There's a lot of acceptance with new things. Yeah, yeah. and whether that's cool. It, whether whether it's your sexuality, fucking if yeah. you're trans, if you're trans, whatever. Exactly. Brilliant. And, but that's that's cool. But also, you're if you're if you come out as gay now, for example, yeah. as a former rugby player, you're gonna get a bit ridiculed for that. And and I'm sure I'd I'd love to have him on. Fucking Gareth Thomas. I'd love to have him on. Yeah. Just to have a chat because he's a top boy. He, yeah, and I mean, he got ridiculed for for a bit, and I'm sure he got trolled and bullied and um whatever. And it's like, what? Yeah, Do you yeah, know what I mean? I, times have changed drastically you now in such a short space of time. Definitely. Well, so, um, but also, also when times change like that, it also get you also get weakened because. You yeah, feel yeah. that you can't speak out and you feel that even when you should speak out, you can't. It's madness, mate. It's it's yeah. good, but it's also shit. It's, yeah. it's a fucking crazy time that we're living in. Yeah, I'm 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 pro-choice, I'm pro uh, freedom of speech. So, Definitely. But I'm also so up for you know equality and acceptance of of you no know, yeah. whatever people you know, I I, I, try, I I try to not judge anymore, yeah. mate. Whatever, if whatever's people's cups of teas, and it and it makes them happy, and and it unless, makes unless them. If you're a Liverpool fan or a Man City fan, you're fine. It's it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try being a Man United fan and nowadays, oh, mate. Oh. It's craziness, it's crazy. It's dark. Mate, it, I want to. I'm going to bring something up with you. I, I sort of mentioned it to Matt. But I'm going to do it live on the podcast. Not that we're live. I could edit this yeah. out if I wanted to. But one thing I really want to do, and I spoke to Matt and he was like, yeah, I'm on board with this. Right. 
I have a restless mind and I always have to have something ready to organize, whether it's my charity match or my boxing match that I did or running a Spartan race. My next adventure, I want to do like a charity gala ball, whatever you might want to say. And the, the, yeah. the chosen charity that I really want to do it for is yours. Oh, awesome. So thank you. I'm thinking more probably next year. I've got a fucking busy year, and I'm sure you guys have got a busy yeah. year. So 2023, yeah. I really want to put like a proper formal fucking ball on. Like yeah. sounds good. In a dress, mate. We're we're thinking fucking dicky bows. Yeah. If you're, if you're a, if you're a veteran, if you're serving military or or whatever the fuck. You wear your yeah. medals if you have to. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And I'm thinking Reese Thomas has got some connections within the rugby community for speakers, whether it's speakers or fucking... I think my power's just gone out of my fucking house. Um, whether it's speakers, um, items that we can auction off, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Like you've got guys in the rugby community. We've also got fucking Mason Jones, UFC. We've got Jack Tankshaw, UFC. Yeah. Mate, we've got endless supplies of these celebrities, you might say, sporting yeah. celebrities, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. We could auction off some stuff. We could make a lot of money for an amazing charity. Well, that we would be put into great. fucking brilliant things in terms of mental health and everything that you guys stand for. I'm, I'm all about the charity, your charity, because I think it's fucking brilliant. I wish Tidy Butt and myself can fucking interline so that, you know, we can cover that as much as we can. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I'm passionate about it, mate. I suffered for so long. I got turned down mm. by massive charities whether it was mind or fucking the RAF benevolent fund even the royal british legion which i do support wholeheartedly because of the other stuff that they do all the other yeah. stuff i'm like you sort of shat on me mm. but i also know that there's so many smaller charities that are doing yeah. fucking brilliant work whether it's yourself rock to recovery mm. and I yeah think i mean loads mate there are so many good ones mate you know i but I'm all I'm all for the joined up approach, you know. You don't. There's no need to hog it. We just need to help each other. We just need to help each other, and it's it's an it's an epidemic, mate, because we've allowed it to get to this point. So yeah, definitely. You know, and it's the same in so many things. I I, I had it with when I first started the podcast. I thought I was in competition with other veteran podcasts, other podcasts. I was like, well, I'm not, because we're all doing what we need to do. And it's the same with, with charities in a way. It's like you're not hogging. You're, like Mind, for example, you're not hogging because you're a bigger bigger charity. No. You, you can team up. We're, yeah. you're, you all want to help people. That's what a charity is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's... Yeah, it's just about... You know, the problem's bad now. You know, it was always bad. It was, it was bad before... Uh, the lockdowns, but now it's it's really bad. Yeah, so 
it's just about just get, we need it's, it's for the younger people in our society mate you know what i mean definitely the kids the kids are young adults that they, they need they need the tools and they need help and um not just them it's the adults as well so just some we just need to put our heads together and um, and help them all out definitely mate and i I'm wholeheartedly i'd love I'm, I'm all up for teaming up with you guys and and seeing what we can do to cover a bit more area whether we use the same banner whether we branch off or or whatever i'd love to yeah. put our heads together because yeah i think with matt's uh ideas your ideas potentially yeah. my ideas from from very we're all different sort of backgrounds yeah and i think so many people can be helped and oh, I think that, that's the ultimate goal at the end of the day 100 percent. 100%. Well, Reese, I'm not going to take up any more of your time because one, thank you. I think my power is literally, I think I just blown a fuse from my house okay. because all my power just went off apart from my lights because my lights are going through my, my lap, my uh, MacBook. Uh, uh, two, we're about halfway through the game. I don't yeah. know what the score is. Yeah. And, and three, it, I don't want to like, go any further because i want to i want a part two with you and matt yeah that's my oh, goal awesome. yeah that's man i'm sure matthew and i would be more than willing definitely and tell you what i'll try and do i'll try and get up to um to my brothers in hereford and it's a bit closer and we'll get everybody in yes. his space and we'll sort that oh, out beautiful sounds good Yes, and thank you, mate. Thanks for having mate, me on. Genuinely, the, the honour and the privilege is all mine to have a Welsh yeah. International and yeah, thank a, you. a mental health advocate on my on my podcast. It has generally been brilliant. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, mate. Have a good uh, day. Cheers. Enjoy the football. And I'll I will, brother. Cheers. Have a good day. And you, mate. Catch you in a bit. Bye. Welcome back to the Grand Zero Podcast. Before we kick this episode off, quick shout out to Kent CBD. Now, CBD is scientifically proven to help with everything from aches and pains with your muscles and joints, which is what I use because I use the muscle rub. Yeah. But not only that, it helps with your mental health. Anything from depression, anxiety, PTSD, Sleeping disorders, eating disorders, the fucking lot. Check it out. Now, what I'm going to do for you guys is give you 10% off. But all you've got to do, right, at the end, where it says 
promo, put in the promo code Granite Zero. All one word, yeah? Granite Zero. Now, joining me today on this episode of the Granite Zero podcast is a Welsh rugby international, mental health advocate, and an overall top fucking lad. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it because it was fucking brilliant to, to record. He's an outstanding gentleman. So without further ado, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Reese Thomas. Check it out. Hello. Welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast. Before we kick this episode off, quick shout out to Kent CBD. Now, CBD is scientifically proven to help with everything from aches and pains with your muscles and joints, which is what I use because I use the muscle rub. Yeah. But not only that, it helps with your mental health. Anything from depression, anxiety, PTSD, sleeping disorders, eating disorders, the fucking lot. Check it out. Now, what I'm going to do for you guys is give you 10% off. But all you got to do, right, at the end where it says promo, put in the promo code Granite Zero. All one word, yeah? Granite Zero. Now, joining me today on this episode of the Granite Zero podcast is a Welsh rugby international, mental health advocate, and an overall top fucking lad and I can't wait for you guys to hear it because it was fucking brilliant to to record he's an outstanding gentleman so without further ado welcome to the Granite Zero podcast Reese Thomas check it out hello welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast before we kick this episode off quick shout out to Kent CBD. Now, CBD is scientifically proven to help with everything from aches and pains with your muscles and joints, which is what I use because I use the muscle rub. Yeah. But not only that, it helps with your mental health. Anything from depression, anxiety, PTSD, sleeping disorders, eating disorders, the fucking lot. Check it out. Now, what I'm going to do for you guys is give you 10% off. But all you got to do, right, at the end, where it says promo, put in the promo code Granite Zero. All one word, yeah? Granite Zero. Now, joining me today on this episode of the Granite Zero podcast is a Welsh rugby international, mental health advocate, and an overall top fucking lad and I can't wait for you guys to hear it because it was fucking brilliant to to record he's an outstanding gentleman so without further ado welcome to the Granite Zero podcast Reese Thomas check it out hello welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast before we kick this episode off quick shout out to Kent CBD. Now, CBD 
is scientifically proven to help with everything from aches and pains with your muscles and joints, which is what I use, because I use the muscle rub, yeah? But not only that, it helps with your mental health. Anything from depression, anxiety, PTSD, sleeping disorders, eating disorders, the fucking lot. Check it out. Now, what I'm going to do for you guys is give you 10% off. But all you've got to do, right, at the end where it says promo, put in the promo code Granite Zero. All one word, yeah? Granite Zero. Now, joining me today on this episode of the Granite Zero podcast is a Welsh rugby international mental health advocate and an overall top fucking lad and i can't wait for you guys to hear it because it was fucking brilliant to to record he's an outstanding gentleman so without further ado welcome to the granite zero podcast reese thomas check it out hello Welcome back to the Grand Zero Podcast. Before we kick this episode off, quick shout out to Kent CBD. Now, CBD is scientifically proven to help with everything from aches and pains with your muscles and joints, which is what I use because I use the muscle rub. Yeah. But not only that, it helps with your mental health. Anything from depression, anxiety, PTSD, Sleeping disorders, eating disorders, the fucking lot. Check it out. Now, what I'm going to do for you guys is give you 10% off. But all you've got to do, right, at the end where it says promo, put in the promo code Granite Zero. All one word, yeah? Granite Zero. Now, joining me today on this episode of the Granite Zero podcast is... A Welsh rugby international, mental health advocate, and an overall top fucking lad. And I can't wait for you guys to hear it, because it was fucking brilliant to, to record. He's an outstanding gentleman. So, without further ado, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Reese Thomas. Check it out. Hello. Welcome back to the Grand Zero Podcast. Before we kick this episode off, quick shout out to Kent CBD. Now, CBD is scientifically proven to help with everything from aches and pains with your muscles and joints, which is what I use because I use the muscle rub. Yeah. But not only that, it helps with your mental health. Anything from depression, anxiety, PTSD, Sleeping disorders, eating disorders, the fucking lot. Check it out. Now, what I'm going to do for you guys is give you 10% off. But all you've got to do, right, at the end where it says promo, put in the promo code Granite Zero. All one word, yeah? Granite Zero. Now, joining me today on this episode of the Granite Zero podcast is... A Welsh rugby international, mental health advocate, and an overall top fucking lad. And I can't wait 
for you guys to hear it because it was fucking brilliant to, to record. He's an outstanding gentleman. So without further ado, welcome to the Granite Zero podcast, Reese Thomas. Check it out.